Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is Life Links with the DL Link. Life Links is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Welcome, welcome to the show, the DL Link show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination on 101.9. Hi, FM. I'm Nikki Seberini. Um, as always, great to be with you. Um, and if, if this is the first time you've tuned into the DL Link Show, well, welcome. It's great to have you on board. And if you've been listening in the past and you've missed any of the shows, you know that you can always get those shows on the Hi FM website. Just go to Hi FM and click on the podcasts and you can catch up on any of the shows that you've missed. So the DL Link, which is really a phenomenal organization, was uh, founded by Michelle Goodman and Jackie Otzler all the way back in 2010. And for those of you who don't know, they provide a nurturing, warm, safe um, space where patients who are faced with cancer and their families can turn to for support. And so they play a very pivotal role in people's cancer journey. And here within the community, they support the community and this community in turn supports them. And so we continue to have incredible fundraisers and wonderful opportunities to ride in cycle challenges and go off to Jerusalem for Jerusalem marathons. And then, of course, there's the three C's dinner. And um, all the way back in 2019, the Three C's Dinner, for those of you who were lucky enough to attend, you may have caught sight of a magnificent young dancer who took to the stage. And he was so inspiring because probably for the first, you know, few seconds you thought, hang on this, is he going to be dancing? Because he, he only has one leg. His other leg has, has been amputated. And within seconds you forgot all about it and simply got lost in and mesmerized by his spectacular movements and his ability to move his body in the most, most glorious way. And of course I'm talking about Musa Mota. And um, we're talking about him because we've mentioned him um, uh, the, for the past few weeks because he appeared on Britain's Got Talent and he was just, just phenomenal. But it was, it was in, in April 2019 that we first met Musa. And, um, you know, he's an osteogenic sarcoma cancer survivor. And at the time, he was still a warrior. He came onto the show and he was talking about his cancer journey. And I remember this young man and... And he was so warm and friendly and a little bit shy, but he spoke so passionately about dance. He also shared that he loved playing soccer and he always thought that he would be a professional soccer player. But of course, the cancer diagnosis um, and then the amputation of his leg shattered that dream. But, you know, Musa has got a lot in him. And so when a lot of his friends started dancing and they said, come dance with us, he didn't say, well, I can't. I've only got one leg. He started to dance and he started to create this incredible movement and a place for himself. And so, you know, the DL Link was so overwhelmed by Musa that that's when they invited him to perform at the Three C's dinner. And I just remember the standing ovation. I just remember the crowd being so overwhelmed by his uh, performance because he's really all about taking the impossible and turning it into I'm possible. 
So that's what happened all the way back in, in 2019. So yeah, we, we really, really very excited because Musa, who has moved to the UK and who is extremely, extremely busy, um, and he's touring and doing wonderful things is in rehearsals, but he's going to join us for a little, little bit. Um, and he's going to hopefully be able to share some of the insights around Britain's Got Talent. But let's take a break. Um, and we'll be back after the break. Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Well, thank you so much for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Very excited that Musa Mota will be joining us just now. He's just in rehearsals, and then he's going to be telling us about his life. But let's just go into this incredible story of Britain's Got Talent. Now, I don't know if you've watched any of the videos of his audition, um, if you watched him in the finals, but we certainly have, and the the, the DL Link have been supporting him tremendously. Um, so for those of you who don't know, our wonderful Musa Mota, who's moved to the UK, finally got an audition at Britain's Got Talent, and this is what happened. Hello. Hello. What's your name, please? Uh, my name is Musa Wakwamota. I'm originally from South Africa, but I've recently moved to London. Oh, you did? Fantastic. Tell me about you, please. Um, I got um, diagnosed with cancer when I was young. That's led to the amputation. And um, yeah, I was a football player before I got amputated. And then after my amputation, I fell in love with music. My friends, they were dancing at that time. I asked them to teach me how to dance. So they threw like boxes on the floor and then they were like, okay, this is how you do it. Your left crutch is it as a left leg. And then that's how it started. And then I'm in London, I'm in UK, I'm in my favorite country, England. This is the perfect time for me to actually reach out to more people and inspire a lot of people out there. And um, yeah, that's... That's incredible. So, how long have you spent preparing for this audition? Um, since I think forever. <laughs> <laughs> I've been imagining myself on stage and now it's happening. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, well, look, no more questions. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. I hope you enjoy. Oh, 
show. So much admiration for you. Thank you so much. Please stay with us. We're just going to take a quick ad break and we'll be right back. Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Well, I'm absolutely delighted uh, to have uh, Musa on the show today. Musa is extremely, extremely busy. He is now living in the UK, as you know, um, and uh, doing extraordinary things. And and. We just decided to catch up and find out how he's doing post um, Britain's Got Talent, how he's faring in the UK, and what his future is looking like. Musa, welcome back onto the show. It's fabulous to have you on the show again. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the invite again. How 
are you? I mean, it's a good few weeks after Britain's Got Talent. And I mean, you were just simply extraordinary. We were so proud of you, Musa. We watched with bated breath. We were completely overwhelmed by the experience of seeing you up there in light. So I, I can't even begin to imagine what it was like for you. Um, and of course, the build up and, and the obvious disappointment um, after the finals. And and then life returns to normal, or does it? How how are you post Britain's Got Talent? I am good. You know, I just have been busy, but I'm I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. You know, I'm meeting up with new people, um, new amazing people, and all. But um, overall, I'm I'm okay. I'm doing well. Fantastic. So, Musa, tell us first of all, when did you move to the UK? I moved to the UK last year in February, so it's been a year and a couple of months right now. Wow. And how is that? Is it like a complete change? I mean, besides the weather, what else are you finding living in the UK? It's absolutely amazing to like live here. Uh, I mean, the change of environment really like, you know, uh, brought up new things into my life. And um, the company that I'm working for right now is one of the best companies, uh, best companies in the UK. So it's been, it's been all right. I've been touring the UK and for me, it's been an amazing experience, you know, seeing like different side of the world, you know, um, meeting up with new people, new faces. And um, it's so amazing to see how actually arts is so big this side. So it feels really like home, you know. So, yeah, it's been amazing. You know, Musa, when you first came onto the show and you shared your story of being this young boy in love with soccer, being diagnosed with cancer, losing your leg, finding dance, and we spoke about impossible and you spitting it and you've said, I'm possible. And just watching um, the star of yours shine uh, brighter and brighter and brighter. And I'm wondering if in those days, Musa, if you if you saw your, your star so bright, I mean, did you envisage this? Did you visualize this at all where you are now? I mean, if someone would would have told me that this is what I'm going to get like two years ago. I, I would have laughed at that person. But <laughs> nonetheless, it's just like, about like I've been seeing myself being at the stage where I met today and I'm still seeing myself going further, you know, doing other big things out there. So yeah, it's just one of those moments I'm like, hey, I, I didn't see it coming, but I, I was expecting it, you know, because this is one of the things that I manifested and I was praying for them. And uh, yeah. Mm, lot to do with, as you say, you manifested it, manifested it. Lots of, lots of power there. Let's go to Britain's Got Talent. I'm sure you're so tired answering these questions, but we want to know because as I said, I mean, we, we huge fans of yours and that moment, I mean, stepping onto the stage and I mean, it's a full theater. Everybody's there and there are these judges. You've seen them on TV. I mean, Simon Cowell, he, he, you know, he's probably been on your radar for years and years. And now you're standing there and you're facing them. What was going through your mind? Honestly, I was not really worried about performing in front of like 2000 people and stuff, you know, because I was used to that. And uh, I, like the day before I was performing, you know, somewhere else. So, um, but. To be honest, like seeing the judges in front of me, you know, it was really like a game changer for me because I started to get nervous and stuff, you know. But it was a, it was an amazing experience. And again, it, it's one of those things that I manifested. I've always wanted to be in a show. So when I saw myself on stage and talking to the judges, 
it was really amazing, you know, and uh, that's why I realized that, oh, so dreams do come true, you know. Mm. And getting the standing ovation, I mean, everyone was on their feet. Everyone was shouting your name. Everyone was demanding the golden buzzer. And the judges were saying, we can't, you know, we've used them all. We've used them all. And and so you're seeing this banter between the judges and the audience and this kind of build up. Um, did you have any clue that that's where it was going to land up? Them all pressing the golden buzzer and you, of course, being catapulted into the final. Nah, I didn't, I didn't expect that, you know, it was a surprise. It caught me off. And, um, yeah, it caught me off guard really. But nonetheless, you know, um, you know, it felt, it felt right, you know, it felt amazing because I was just feeling like, okay, I'm just going to get like, um, three yeses and then that's it, you know, maybe four yeses, you know what I mean? Just to go to the next round and all that. But when they pressed it, the golden bars and again the standing ovation you know like I mean on the TV it doesn't do justice like what you guys saw on TV it's just a small thing when I was in the theater like I couldn't even hear when the judges were speaking to me you know giving me notes that's how the crowd was loud like they were so loud they didn't even stop screaming you know it was a chaos but you know uh, and then that's where I realized I was like oh my god this is really happening and um yeah, it couldn't feel real, you know, because I was still asking myself a lot of questions like, so this is it, this is happening, you know, what, what is going on? I'm trying to find myself into it, you know, a lot of excitement, you know, mixed emotions and all, but yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. Mm, wow, Musa. And of course, once you got the golden buzz, I mean, you were so overwhelmed, you kind of collapsed. Um, and I can imagine this. Can I even imagine that kind of overwhelming emotion, I suppose, relief, I suppose, absolute joy, I suppose, disbelief, and just affirmation that that what you're doing is incredible and that you're on the right path. And so when the judges came up and Simon gave you this enormous hug, just on so many levels, Musa, so many people around the world looking at you and thinking, wow, maybe my dreams can come true. Um, yeah, that's true. Like, that's where I realized that, you know what, well, in everything that you're dreaming about, it, it, the dreams it doesn't just come to you, you know, just for fun. It's there because that's where you're supposed to go. You just need to find your way and work hard, work smart, you know, um, and believe in yourself. That's all. Now, I'm sure with all of that comes a burden, um, a responsibility. Um, there's so many people, I suppose, you, you care about and obviously and concerned about here in South Africa. Now they're all excited. You're in the final. The world is behind you. The whole of South Africa is behind you. And you've got this tremendous pressure, this responsibility. You've got to do well in that final. How was that experience for you? It was great, you know. Um, it took me a few days to really digest and like, what is going on? Like, you know, I never thought for me, it was just to like, okay, let me go try this. You know, and it ended up being something, you know, um, it was crazy because I, I, I was overwhelmed at some time, you know, um, and again, it was just about like being excited and trying to process the whole situation, you know, um, coming to think of like, uh, the country, the whole country will be like watching me, you know, they actually looking up to me, you know, rooting for me and all of that and seeing other people 
that came with South African flags at the finals. I was like, what? You know what I mean? It was really, <laughs> yeah, it was really like, um, yeah, that it felt unreal, you know, until I sat down like a few days after. I was like, oh, that just happened, you know, like really amazing. But it's an amazing experience. One of those rare moments in life. After, after the final, as I said, such a build up, your performance was just magnificent. And we absolutely Absolutely think you should have won, Musa. Um, but you know, I'm sure lots of people have said that to you and that doesn't benefit you in any way because this is where we are today. But you did say in a post, um, my mission is complete. And what did you mean by that? The initial point for me to go to the BGT was, um, I wanted to reach out to a lot of people, like restore the belief in, in people's lives. You know, like when you give people, a lot of people give up and then they think that, okay, that's it. You know, I mean, I just wanted to show them that, um, in every obstacle that you have, it's just a little bit, you have more potential. You can do anything. You put everything into your mind you stay positive and all that know that nothing is impossible you know so that was my initial point that was like okay this is me going there to reach out to millions of people you know in that short period of time like two minutes two minutes performance you know i I thought maybe for instance that was that was just for me i didn't even think about going to the semi-finals going to the finals it was just like if this one episode can be broadcasted i'll be fine you know, I don't need to go and do other things because I'm not a competitive person. So when that happened and then I got the feedback of like how many people were actually being inspired by what I did, how many people were telling me how I actually restored the beliefs into their lives. I was like, you know what, this is it. I'm done. You know, I did what I wanted to do. That's it. For me to go to the semifinals and finals, it was a bonus. You know, I was... I was really like, oh yeah, let me, let me do it for the people now. You know, it was not about me, you know, and, uh, yeah, the intention was not to compete really. Just to get out there and, as you say, to inspire others, which is absolutely what you did. And extraordinarily, I mean, the next day you won an award for emerging artist, um, at uh, the UK's National Dance Awards. So, I mean, it's the gift that keeps giving. And, and I suppose an affirmation for you, Musa, that life just carries on and that you just got to keep going and keep doing and keep working hard and life will give you what, what, what you need to be given. Musa, how, how is life after? I mean, I started off the interview asking, but now a little bit more in depth into, you know, it's such a high, like you are, everyone's posting, everyone's talking about you, everyone loves you, um, you feel the glow. And then we're so kind of distracted, right? And then two minutes later, there's something else that excites us all. So that's all behind us now. And how does that feel? I mean, do you feel that there's a big drop afterwards? Do you feel that from the high there's a tremendous low? Or is it just, as you say, another day? To be honest, it's just another day. But there's a little bit of like consistency in terms of like how um, my life has changed, you know, after the BGT. You know, there's like a lot of people, I, I guess, like after that or during the, the course of, you know, um, being in the competing in the competition in the talent show um it brought lots of attention to me you know the media people and all of that you know but now it has settled it's okay now it's it's at a constant level i meet up with people on the street they stop me hey can we have a picture and all of that you know i mean like um at least i have a fan base right now i'm good you know um and it, it's still that adult 
high level a little bit you know yeah. because i still i'm still doing a lot of things and um getting more more invites we're getting more gigs you know um and just a lot of things are happening right now so i wouldn't say it was a big drop but it, it's just it dropped a little but i think was just because of the hype of the media you know i mean the media goes with what is happening right now you know because you know they just want to be relevant so yeah but right now um there's still more requests there's still a lot of things that are happening um but of course i'm i'm still like um restricting some of the things because i'm working for a company i can i cannot just accept everything you know um so yeah it's been it's been good though it's been amazing it's, it's an amazing experience you know life has changed you know i can't wait to come back home <laughs> to meet up with my family for the holidays and then yeah. Mm. So listen, I know you have to go, but I just want to I just want to bring Kerry onto the show because in 2019 you danced at the Three Seas dinner, right? I mean, the audience gave you a standing ovation. You were just phenomenal. Um and everyone fell in love with you. And so Terry wants a quick word with you. Um so Terry, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Mosa. How's it going? Hey, Terry. I'm good. How are <laughs> so you? So good to hear your voice again. And I just wanted to tell you how proud we we were all of you. We really, it was just phenomenal to see your name everywhere. And we sent it out and we, we really, we were all rooting for you. So well done. Tammy's yeah, actually also you. on. Okay, we've got a minute. Tam, are you there? Hi, Tam. We can hear you. And Musa's got to go. Is there, is there something you wanted to say to him? I must say, well, it's Tammy from DL Link. Just to say that, like Terry said, we were all so proud of you. Our hearts were just literally like dancing with joy when we saw you dancing there in front of the whole world. In our eyes, you still the winner. <laughs> yeah. no, thank you so much, guys. I really And I'm actually, I'm actually a- sitting with someone now who um, saw you on stage at uh, Britain's Got Talent. And she said you were just un. Believable. You took her breath away. (laughs) (laughs) Musa, thank you so much for joining us. You've got to go back to rehearsals. Um, We think you're great. We hope that you'll catch up with us when you're back in South Africa. Well done. You did us proud. You did South Africa proud. And you did yourself proud. Um, And onwards and upwards. And we'll chat to you soon, Musa. Do take care. Thank you so much. Please stay with us. We're just going to take a quick ad break and we'll be right back. Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. So there was Musa Mota and uh, wow, so busy. As I've said before, in the middle of rehearsals and that he took time to be with us. We're absolutely delighted. I love his bit of an English accent that he's developed. Um, he's been there since February last year and he's flying and it's great to see this, as I said, the star rising. Who knows? Maybe he'll join us again at a future three C's dinner, but we certainly will look on with absolute pride because he is indeed an inspiration. And as he said, he is an embodiment of what is possible. I do hope that you enjoyed the show. I hope that you were inspired. Um, go and get some videos and, and uh, uh, see if you can watch some uh, incredible um, visuals of Musamoto dancing up a storm on the stage. He is quite magnificent. Well, for me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, please do take care and I'll see you soon.
Goodbye.